Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Traveling to work last week was considerably dangerous thanks to the crazy weather we had. So Christy managed to do the morning show with Mark in her own little home studio via Zoom. Here's Christy talking about a miracle she experienced while kept indoors. Christy still iced in, snowed in. She's at the home studio this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. It's good to see you through Zoom. I, know, I was just thinking <laughs> That's I was what like, I'm looking at. it's been like a week since I've seen you in person, I think. I'm trying to remember the last I know, time it's it crazy. was. Late last yeah, week, maybe. So I'm here my, yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah. Late last week, yeah. So, anyway, but I'm I'm here. I'm hanging in there. My, my mobile studio, it's super fancy. I've got, you know, superheroes, Star Wars characters. I've got some Legos around me. I've got a couple of dogs hanging out. I feel like we're going to have to morning. pay rent to Mac for allowing us to use his room <laughs> this week. For I think, a portable you know studio. what, you know, Mac gets a lot of payments in a lot of ways, <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. the six footballs that are to my left. Uh-huh. I, think, I think you'll be all you'll right. You'll be all right. <laughs> hey, I've been a little, yeah. I've been a little concerned because you mentioned, was it yesterday? No, two days ago. That you had ran out of coffee creamer and there was like a, there was a, a little bit of panic in your voice, to be honest. I was like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't know how this is going to go down. I know it's a first world problem, but you legitimately <laughs> have been concerned. And I'm like, I hope she's going to make it. Yeah, there was no hope. I, I was not going to get any coffee creamer. I am legitimately like so many of us snowed in. And my road is in really bad shape. Monday was my last coffee creamer day. And so yesterday, yeah, I did not have coffee creamer. It was rough. I know this is sounds like I'm just really, you know, having a hard time over here. But this is what's so crazy. I thought there's no chance I'm going to get coffee creamer. And a friend of mine literally called me, said he's out on the road. Do I need anything? Like me and Mac goes to the store. I said, well, actually, <laughs> I, I need some milk and coffee creamer. The guy brings it to my door. Wow. And I have coffee creamer today. I I cannot believe it. Like I I had no plans of being able to have coffee creamer this week. And I want to tell you something. I gotta give a shout out to shout out Karen. Okay. Yeah. Karen Hess. She is one of our listeners. Karen, not only did she bring coffee creamer to the the radio station for me yesterday, I found out. I didn't know that, but Kelly in the office she let me know. But Karen said I've been praying. This was yesterday. She was praying that Christy, me, would get coffee creamer. <laughs> and I am telling you, Karen, your your prayers work. Girl has like a huge bandwidth to the Lord because it worked. <laughs> I cannot believe it. The good Samaritan like, responded. Wow. Yes. Yes. So you had a listener praying that somehow God would pro- provide coffee creamer to your house. <laughs> yes. And, and then I get a, a random call. Yeah. With a home delivery of coffee you. creamer yesterday. Wow. I know that that may sound ridiculous to some people, but I'm telling you, God is in the details and he takes care of us. I, you I, are, I'm just telling you. You are a blessed and highly favored woman. 
I'm feeling like it. Or maybe Karen is. So I just get the, the side. You know, <laughs> that like might a, be too. Coffee accoutrement is essential in my opinion. I know drinking coffee black is supposed to be healthier, but I just love dolling up my coffee with some honey or chocolate syrup and milk or creamer. So I am very happy that Christy got her creamer and her story really does remind us that God is in the details. I've seen it in my own life where seemingly inconsequential things he just shows up just because he can, and I think he likes doing that. Up next is a pretty cool story about the legendary Billy Graham. Christy's back in the studio. It's good to have you back in. Thank you. It's good to be back. Made it through. Roads weren't horrible. No, Just got to give yourself a little extra time yeah. this morning, so that's good news. Yeah. So, Mark, I heard this really cool story about Billy Graham. And he was in a hotel room, just hanging out, and someone called, and it was the wrong number. Okay. And he said, you know, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. You know, I can't. In the classic Billy Graham voice. just like him, I know. Yeah, just like that. Anyway, and uh, they said, well, you sound a lot like Billy Graham. (laughs) It's a pretty recognizable voice. Yes. And he said, you know, I am Billy Graham. and (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Still bad. I keep, anyway, I'll work on that. So uh, they end up sparking up a conversation and that wrong number call ended up in salvation for that caller. Oh, okay. Okay. So wait a minute. So a guy calls the wrong number. Yeah. Ends up being a hotel room of Billy Graham who answers Mm -hmm. and ends up telling the guy about Jesus and he starts a relationship with him. Yeah. That's wild. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And this other pastor who who was actually sharing the story, it's is the reason he was sharing it is because he was talking about, you know, we think there are chance encounters, but he was saying no. He's like, be open minded. This could be divine encounters. And if somebody calls you and it's the wrong number, just talk to him a little bit. Maybe there's something to that. Yeah. And he said now he'll get calls and he'll answer and they'll say, oh, I'm sorry, the wrong number. And he'll say, maybe not. And then they'll pause on the other end and say, like, what do you mean? And he'll say, well, is there anything you need prayer for? Wow. And it, you know, and there's something about when you call and talk to a stranger and ask for Uh prayer, because people, when you're talking to a stranger, you're more likely to just open up and say anything. If you know you're never going to see this person again, or even talk to this person again, you might just share all kinds of stuff. That's an interesting thought, because I honestly, I've gotten to the point where if it doesn't show up as somebody I know. I don't even answer the phone anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. But you wonder like, okay, what, like, what might I be missing mm-hmm. if I answered this beyond the chance to buy some property in swamp land in Florida or something? You know, some, oh. but no, but what if like, <laughs> what if there's an actual purpose to what seems like just a mistake? Yeah. And it doesn't mean, you know, you got to pick up the phone every time, but right. maybe, but just what if every and, once in a while, Hey, and these snowy days stuck at home, these are perfect opportunities. I, I can, I'll be honest with you. Yesterday I got several phone calls from numbers I didn't recognize. So of course I didn't answer. Uh huh. Um, but maybe on a snowy day I might pick up one of those. That's an interesting. I think sometimes we do forget that whole, like God's got bigger purposes than we can even imagine. Mm-hmm. Even like you're talking about snowy day, right? It's so easy as a parent. I get this. We're like day four now, right? <laughs> of stuck at home and all that. But like, what if the perspective was more, now what if there's a purpose in this? Like we might be able to have a conversation as, you know, with the kids or your spouse or a neighbor even mm-hmm. that you wouldn't otherwise even slow down to have the conversation because we're in this 
snow day craziness kind of thing, day four now or whatever. Yeah. And and I can tell you this, there's so many that are stuck at home that are alone or they're lonely. So if you know somebody, yeah, make a, you pick just up make the a little phone. random Give phone call. Mm, you never know. <laughs> Billy Graham was an amazing evangelist with such a heart and passion for sharing the good news with everyone. But I think we could all use the reminder that being an evangelist isn't just for some people and not us. We don't have to be a Billy Graham to make a difference. Meaning, you know, we don't have to be a big famous somebody to share the good news. Like what Mark and Christy said, all we need is to do life with the people around us, our neighbors, our friends, co-workers, living life like Christ, love on people, show people who God is, and listening to the way the Holy Spirit moves in us and through us. Up next is a positive, different story. So there's this lady named Miss Patrice, and she is a hospice care volunteer, which in and of itself, that's already making a positive difference, right? But she dedicates her time sewing together teddy bears for patients who have lost loved ones, which is sweet. It's kind of cool. But these are extra special bears. They're called memory bears. And anytime someone passes away in hospice she creates this unique handcrafted custom made bear that is, is unique to that person what who passed a away special gift yeah and she gives it to one of her uh, the family members of the person who passed away that's amazing yeah so this lady her name is miss mary she's a widow because thomas he was in the hospice care and he passed away and miss patrice asked mary hey would you like a memory bear and Miss Mary was like, uh, sure. I don't really know much about what you're talking about, but yeah, I'll take a memory bear. And so then Miss Patrice starts, you know, investigating more about Mr. Thomas. And, and Miss Mary says, you know what? Can I get six? Like, okay, yeah, why? And, which is kind of a tall order because these are really. I was going to say, this got to take a lot of work and a yeah, lot of time. Yeah, very handcrafted. But. Miss Patrice did not hesitate. She said, absolutely, I'm going to hook you up. Because she has six grandchildren. Uh, yeah. And so, what's so cool is, Mr. Thomas used to wear flannel shirts all of the time. And so, she gets all of these flannel shirts from Miss Mary. And she creates these custom-made, handmade bears out of these flannel shirts. She researches pictures. She just looks at all of his, you know, parts of his life. Wow. She finds eyes that match the eye color of Mr. Thomas. She gets glasses similar to his. That's beautiful. Yeah, and she learned that he always said the word peace, like peace be with you when leaving a place. So she found this patch with the word peace on it. Mm. She put that on the paw of each of the bears. And then Mr. Thomas, he played guitar. So she found guitar pick holders, sewed them onto the bear, and then she placed his very own used guitar picks in special pockets. Stop. On the bears. Yeah, super sweet, right? And this tall order, getting these bears done in just a matter of a few months, she did it just in time for this past Christmas. The grandkids received their bears. They were blown away. And Miss Mary was just like, wow, I had no idea how amazing these would be. And they're just incredible. And there's this patch on it, too, that says, and these are made out of his flannel shirts, right? And there's another patch on each bear. It says, once my clothes, and now a bear, hug it tight, and know I'm there. Mm, that's awesome. I just love it. I think 
literally decades from now, they're going to be pulling those bears out, holding oh, yeah. them close. She smelling. says oh. every night the grandkids, they take off his glasses and they set him nearby while they sleep. And then in the morning, they put the glasses back on and they're like, good morning, Grampy. And then it's they amazing. get their day going. So I just thought, wow, that's really cool. It's really, really cool. It is our positive, different story of the day today. I consider myself a rather crafty person. I like sewing, making cards, all that good stuff. So I cannot imagine all the hours and hard work poured into making these memory bears. How precious and special that is. The comfort in the spring and the, you know, the the sweat and tears, you know, all the hard work poured into each individual bear. God can use our talents in unique ways to glorify him. It's so cool to see. Here's a little snippet from the comedian Shonda Pierce, who we are very excited to see in March. So this is true. We got this sound system, and we were so excited about it because we finally, the church board finally let us have a sound system, and it had the, well, it came from Radio Shack because nothing is too good for our church. And <laughs> it came from Radio Shack, and it had those smushy balls on there, you know, the little the windscreens, what they call it. We thought it was the spit stoppers. And, <laughs> you know, if your preacher's a spitter, it comes in handy. You just ring them out, rinse them out at the end of the night. What? Y'all ain't been to church if you ain't had a good spitter up there. So it was just over. We got this sound system, but somehow on a real clear sunny day, now some of you fellows will know why this, on a real clear sunny day, somebody, CB radio, a truck driver or something, would come in on the speaker in the middle of the service. I will never forget. My daddy got up to pray and he said, our father and our God in this fourth trip. Yes, go ahead. That's amazing. Jesus immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is Shonda Pierce. She's hilarious. She is hilarious. I cannot wait to see her. And she's coming to Northwest Arkansas this spring. And what's very cool is we want you to go. Ladies, in fact, we want you to go have like a little girl's night out. A little yeah. Galentine's. It's going to be fun. We're going to go to eat pizza. Mm-hmm. So if you win the, the family, well, we say the family four pack, you can, your girlfriends, right? But yep. it doesn't have to be. I mean, this is what I like about Shonda is she's the queen of clean you know that's what she's known as it's clean comedy and so and it's still hilarious you can be clean and funny yes so we're going to give you a four pack so you can bring three guests uh in fact we're going to give that away every day next week and then we'll pick a grand prize winner and christine cara they're gonna take you out to dinner at la torcia brick oven pizza mm-hmm. we're gonna have a lot of fun and so. i'm not sure if la torcia has cheese dip or not but i know their pizza is amazing so yes yeah, be really really it's fun. gonna be a great time girls night out uh by the way if you want to you can sign up even right now there's a link in the klrc app for our galentine's giveaway with shonda pierce or more details at klrc.com if you're a gal, I hope you'll register for the Galentine's VIP experience. And if you're a guy, surely you know some gals who could use a nice night out. All the details are on the event calendar at klrc.com. Here's Isaac from Middays. Puxatawney Phil, Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania, and Groundhogs. Why is everyone talking about Groundhog Day? Where did it really come from? Thankfully, I have the answers for you. Groundhog Day was first commemorated for the first time on February 2nd, 1887 at Gobbler's Knob 
in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. So thanks to the tradition now of Puxatawney Phil, the groundhog, when he emerges from his burrow on this day and sees its shadow, it's afraid and returns to burrow, predicting six more weeks of winter weather. And that's exactly what happened today over in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Groundhog, Puxatawney Phil did see his shadow predicting another six more weeks of winter. It's a fun game to play. And I'm just going to say, though, if it does turn out that we get six more weeks of winter, me and Puxatawney Phil have to have a conversation. I don't know how much more of this I can take. Have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? It's one of my favorite films, especially growing up. And of course, I can't hear the name Phil and not think of Phil from Groundhog Day, played by Bill Murray. I know six more weeks of winter sounds rough, but not as bad as living the same day over and over and over again until you become a better person. I think that could be worse. Anyway, here's more from Isaac. Ron Pope is a special kind of guy. He decided he would do something that no one else has done before. He said, there's only a few hundred people that have run across America, but no one had done the Forrest Gump run. He said this was kind of a light bulb moment. In late 2016, the 44-year-old from Liverpool, England, crossed the pond and came over to the States and decided to begin his quest to become the Forrest Gump runner. He wrote about it in his book, funny enough, Becoming Forrest, One Man's Epic Run Across America. <laughs> the journey took Pope through 43 states over 422 days. He actually grew an impressive beard while he was doing this. He crisscrossed the country four times, covering a total of, get ready for this, 15,621 miles. He also went through 33 pairs of running shoes, which I can imagine is pretty expensive. So hope he makes his money back. This is very impressive, though, especially after a few snow days where I've been struggling to go across the house. Um, <laughs> I've gone through one pair of house slippers through this, this winter weather. I am honestly surprised that no one has tried to do the Forrest Gump run. It's such an iconic movie. I assumed there'd be fans of the movie or something who would do it. But then again, us Americans don't exactly love exercise. So I'm also not surprised now that I think about it. And it's almost really funny that it was done by a non-American. Uh, whoops. But now I feel a bit more motivated to hop on the treadmill. Up next is Robert. 90.9 KLRC, I'm Robert. So do you remember your high school experience? It's not always easy for every student. Sometimes it can be a challenge. And I was reading about a kid named Sergio Peralta. And uh, 15 years old, he was the new kid at Hendersonville High School in Tennessee. And he had this thing that he really didn't want the other students to know about. He was born with a hand that was not fully developed. And, uh, you know, he didn't want to go into this new school and have people look at him funny or bully him or anything like that, so he thought that he would just hide it from his classmates. Well, his teacher, who runs the engineering program at that school, was like, you know what, I think you should share this with your classmates. And that's what ended up happening. Sergio took that leap of faith, and none of those kids made fun of him at all. In fact, they got really excited and said, you know what, we could build you a new prosthetic hand. And that's exactly what they did. This school had access to online 3D models and a 3D printer, and Sergio now has a brand new prosthetic hand and he says he's able to catch a baseball for the first time in his life and you know what i think he's made some new friends for life as well 
Often we think the things that make us different are bad. And honestly, that feeling isn't unfounded. There's a lot of bullying that happens for being different, and a lot of added challenges can come from not blending into a crowd. But I think God loves all our differences and made us different for a reason. I think it's something we should celebrate, welcome, appreciate. So I'm really glad to hear this particular kid was able to find friends and belonging instead of isolation and shame. I hope we see this become the norm instead of an exception. Here's some more from Robert. 90.9 KLRC. Hey, my name's Robert, and if you are raising little kids right now, then you know to expect the unexpected. I am grateful that my daughters are teenagers now, but I read across this story where a mom named Ashley, she had posted a video of her walking into the bathroom of her house, and she finds her toddler son there just kind of smiling, and he's holding what looks to be like a black pen. It could have been a permanent marker, and oh my goodness, this little boy had doodled all over everything, the floors, uh, the countertops, the, the cabinet doors in the bathroom, everywhere, some on the walls. And then she pans the camera over to look at the toilet and the seat is up. He drew a happy face on it. And so the boy goes, the toilet is happy. If <laughs> He's you've just smiling there. Kids, the mom said, no, no, no capacity, one is happy. Whether you're a parent, an older sibling, you babysat, you know markers are risky. In fact, hate to admit it, but some of my earliest childhood memories involve me getting mischievous with some markers, maybe coloring up my dolls or the walls. So yeah, my heart goes out to this poor mom, but I also love that the toilet is smiling. I mean, that's just so cute. Next is Anson and Kara. On day one of the snow day, Kara, my wife and I started with such great intentions for our kids and how uh-huh. they were going to spend their time at home. Uh-huh. They're like, all right, now just because you're going to be home for the snow day doesn't mean you get any more screen time than normal. Ah, okay, so you yeah. get your 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, right? And then by day two, we're like, well, yeah, you can go ahead and watch that or this, maybe another movie <laughs> or something because yeah, yeah. there's just really not a lot else to do. Right. And then by day three, oh boy, I walk into our living room and on the TV, there's some YouTube video with some lady speaking in Japanese and my kids are watching a hamster <laughs> live its best life in like a dollhouse or something. Oh my goodness. Like, I don't even know what's happening what anymore. What's going on? Now I'm not asking them to stop with the screen time. I'm just like, can you just watch like a normal Disney movie, please? Right? Instead oh. of, I mean, we're in the, like, we're deep into YouTube deep in now. It. Yeah. I love YouTube. As a Gen Z adult, I can admit that I don't really watch TV anymore. I don't even like Netflix, to be honest. Just not something that really interests me. It's hard to find anything good. So I'm almost always on YouTube. There's a lot of educational and interesting subjects and creators. As a content creator myself, I like supporting those creators. But, and this is a big but... I don't think it's the best platform for kids. And I'm not saying that to judge any parents who use YouTube. It's, you know, a great resource. It's there. But as Anson said, there is some weird, weird stuff that your kids can get sucked into. I could rant all day about the algorithm and all the problems of YouTube, but suffice to say, maybe Disney classics are a safer bet. So I agree with you, Anson. What's wrong with Tangled? Tangled is great. That, that would be my recommendation. Anyway, I know, enough hot takes with Zoe. Here's some more from Anson and Kara. 
I would imagine most of us have been watching a lot more news and weather the last few days. Uh, yeah. Being stuck at home and just trying to keep up with like, okay, what's going on? Right, what's happening next? But what I've noticed that is just cracking me up, and I, I feel for him because we're kind of doing the same thing. Um, the news people keep trying to come up with like new things to talk about or like uh-huh. new ways to talk about the snow and sleet and stuff. And it's just basically saying the same thing over and over. Right, well, because the situation hasn't really changed for, like, the last three days. Right, but it's all anyone's talking about. Right. And it just cracks me up because they're like, now we're going to talk to the emergency manager. And you go to him and he's, like, at his house. He's like, yep, so it's still bad. (laughs) There is still snow outside. Yep, we're we're working on it. We're still, yeah. Yep. What is there left to say at this point? Hopefully those six more weeks of winter that Phil the Groundhog predicted don't involve more snow days for us here in Arkansas, so we can talk about more than just the snow. But hey, at least the snow is gone for now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.